0: We just met you and we had this intense talk just now about all this, like, deeply intense sexual yeah, no, it's relationship. Weird. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty crazy. I mean, it we is... just met you. Yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> and you're talking to a mom <laughs> and her son <laughs> about jizzing. <laughs> I think I've heard my mom talk about her
1: sex life to me like three times.
2: As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it
1: resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Potter. And I'm Karen Lee Potter. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert, cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial.
0: And my son is a stand-up comic, mime, clown, and one of the stupendous human fountains on America's Got Talent.
1: Thank you, Mother. Together we talk about sex in order to give you a laugh, give you a sex tip.
0: And to break down those barriers of communication between parents, kids, and your countrymen.
1: And this episode is no exception. This yeah. is a phenomenal episode. That's
0: why I'm in such a giddy mood. Yeah. Giddy I'm,
1: up. I'm very excited to share this episode with you guys. Um, we have a comedian on the show named Rye Dune. He is, you know... He's an influencer, to be honest. He's a famous viner. Um, and usually with Instagrammers, YouTubers, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. You love get it a too snobby much. attitude. I get a little snobby because it's not all about the comedy. You know, it's it, it. Oftentimes they pose as comedians, but they're not. They're not really that funny. It's they just figured out a way to get people to follow them. This it, is not the case. This is guy not is the case. freaking hilarious. I am so happy that his videos are hysterical. It, they embody what clown is, actually. Yeah. And uh, so I have a, a very strong uh, admiration for this guy.
0: And you're a Pisces. He's a Pisces.
1: But anyway, they, we talk all about sex and relationships in this
0: episode. All right. We're going to get into that in a minute. First, got to do a little housekeeping. A little housekeeping.
1: Housekeeping. We really love when you leave us a rating and a review. If you like this show, that's at, the least you can do.
0: On iTunes. But if you really want to help us, because at this point, this is... Cam's full time career, and you want to make sure this podcast doesn't go by the wayside, donate on Patreon. $5 will not kill you. You've spent that a lot more frivolously, I'm sure, at a Starbucks or McDonald's or a late night. Okay, who knows what? All right. nope. Enough with the guilt. All right, but patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom, please. We want to see you there. We will give you a shout out and we will be very happy and be able to put food on Cam's table.
1: I wanted to read a review of the week from itunes please do so this one says one of the best podcasts i've listened to by chris 116 five stars this mother-son duo are hilarious i grew up in an italian irish household where nothing was off limits listening to you guys reminds me of how my parents and i interact with each other i'd give you guys 10 stars if i could best podcast ever keep it up thank you chris i love that chris chris thank you so much i appreciate that chris. do you know chris no wow it means that we did not <laughs> did you know pressure Chris? someone to give us a very I sweet not, review. I did not pressure him. Thank you. I uh,
0: It's a little better than the review I received today. And um, yeah, I got a, a, something that said that
1: uh, <laughs> it's going to be part of the interview that I'm going to have to remove from.
0: No, it's just it's from a guy named Aaron. And he says, Karen, you got big ears. You must have a big PXXY to love you. P X X Y pussy. Remember, yeah, he couldn't he couldn't spell out the word pussy, so he wrote P X X Y. <laughs> First of all, I'm gonna add, I I I did add this to my Instagram story. Like, okay, we've got another another rude comment to the add to the rude AF as fuck list. <laughs> now my ears, you got, every part of my body has been
1: analyzed. Uh, we love when you guys uh, reach out to us. We have a morning af- the Monday morning after show where we actually. Respond to your comments and questions, and you know th- if you have any feelings about this episode, please let us know. And if you
0: feel that I have big ears, please let me not know.
1: We did get one um text that I wanted to read right now. um Are you all right with me doing that? I know we usually save that for the morning, Monday morning. No, after no, show. I
0: want to hear. It. Yes, text mom. Is it about, is it about my ears? Oh yeah. Boobs, by our, By the way, our feet.
1: our number is yes, text mom. So just type that in the phone. Give us a call. Leave us a voicemail, or just text us. This person says. Hey, big fan of the podcast and love your mom. Would love to have the opportunity to take her on a date. I'm 19 and love <laughs> cougars. What do you think? What you think?
0: What do you think, Cam?
1: Uh, go for it. I say, uh take my mom out on a date, you 19 year old fuck. <laughs> 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 Would you do you want to go on a date with this guy?
0: You know, I was I was thinking like what is the youngest age? And somehow nineteen seems to not. Now I, I think the bar has to be twenty one. Least have some ability to order a drink at the bar.
1: Listen, I actually this is way better. I like that he asked me for permission yeah. for you to to go out with him. It's very sweet. Uh, I, I, you, I actually I'm coming around on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> If you want, you can go on date with the guy. I I I don't know if I'm the one to even be dictating who you date. Or- I
0: am not going on a date with a 19 year old. He loves
1: cougars.
0: Okay, well, he's going to have to find an alternative cougar.
1: All right. All right, back to the show. Uh Ry dune is our guest and uh I
0: think you guys are going to love this interview. We, we-
1: I mean, we talk we we talk about basically his whole dating relationship history.
0: Uh, sex is, is we- definitely talked about in this episode in case we- you guys are sh- Not safe for work. This could be a not safe for work video. I mean, podcast.
1: uh, We we talked about how his success on Vine ended up affecting his relationship life and ultimately affecting his 10-year relationship that he uh, you know Well, I think having
0: 36 million followers is insane. Yeah, I would be very overwhelmed by that as well. And so I can see where that can put a little barrier between
1: you and, uh, you know, I think she's a, was she a, like a social worker or something like that? Anyway. Work for a nonprofit anyway, Anyway, yeah. uh, we also talk about how that affected his se- actual sex with her. We get into the nitty gritty. We get down and dirty. And we talk about now. We talk, we talk about his relationship now and how he usually he, he's involved with people with daddy issues. Um, and we talk about why that would be the case and what it's like to be with someone who has a very healthy family life.
0: And he has a podcast.
1: I'm sorry, Dad. That's why we we decided to collab with him. I think that's cool. I'm sorry, Sex talk with my mom and I'm sorry, Dad are doing a little crossover. Right. So check that out if you'd like.
0: Yeah, we'll be on their show in a week or two. And I think it's going to be a a nice little podcast for you guys to listen to.
1: As always, send us your thoughts at Yes Text Mom. Thank you for listening. Uh Uh-oh, the pressure. Here we go. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and
0: the viners swinging from trees. No. Yeah?
1: A little bit, vine and tree, it kind of goes together. Yeah,
0: kind of. All right, All right. enjoy.
1: <laughs> Rye, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me.
0: Woohoo. hoo Rye of I'm Sorry Dad, the podcast. Yep. How did you come up with that name?
2: Uh, it used to be a joke to myself. When I got my first credit card, my password was I'm Sorry Dad, followed by several numbers. Uh-huh. Those was just joking to myself like sorry dad i'm gonna be calling you to help me out with uh, my debt one <laughs> day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> does the premonition come true um i used to call him for help but uh i'm 34 now and i feel like i just can't do that anymore no
0: way i thought you were like 24 <laughs> you look young oh I, I was surprised as well
2: God, i do i guess i do look kind of you
0: young. have a young face that's good
2: baby face always have and it backfired in high school. I look like a little boy in oh, high school. Yeah, yeah. It'll
1: pay off in spades all, later on. Don't do people look, always say like, oh, don't worry. When you're older, it's going to really <laughs> that, it's they, gonna pay off. And trust me, to. it
0: does. Trust me. I wish I had that issue. Have <laughs> you found that's the case?
2: Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> just just in that people think I'm younger than I am. Yeah. But it's never like a direct like, oh, my God, you look so fucking young. I'm going to fuck you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't worked that way yet. <laughs> yeah as you age that happens yeah i've actually found that for me looking older like if i have a beard it looks better it works i attract more women is what i'm saying
0: you thirst trap them thirst (laughs) trap yeah (laughs) i I learned a new term and i'm just abusing it i just
2: uh grew this beard about a month ago first time ever having a beard
1: wow have you what have what has been the result
2: the result is I now have a jawline, which is something new in my life. Look at that. Uh, it hides my random neck fat. I got a weak Irish chin. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> but I have noticed uh, girls like me more. I'm more attractive.
0: Look at that. You know why? It's the whole Mumford and Sons phenomena.
2: Yeah, the whole hipster yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So, but you have a girlfriend right now. I do, yeah. Okay. But I cheat on her. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You cheat on her. It's a proud moment. How long have you had this girlfriend? Four months. Oh wow! So it's pretty new. Pretty new. Mm-hmm. Is it rare for you to have a girlfriend uh, four months long, or is
2: I had a girlfriend for ten years once. Whoa! Well, <laughs>
1: what, what when I you? was a
0: young warthog, I yeah. you mean, I had a girlfriend for ten, 10 years. Yeah, uh, it was a serious relationship.
2: Yeah, it's pretty much marriage, but we didn't believe in marriage. Wow, it uh, sounds like
0: me actually.
2: <laughs> and I'm glad we didn't get married because we we'd be divorced now. <laughs> Damn, I was twenty-one to thirty-one. You I
0: know, here's yeah. the deal. Under 25, your brain is not fully right. developed. So, yeah. And I don't. I was married at 23, so I'm not. I'm not kind of a hypocrite for saying this, but I really do believe that you're too young to make that kind of decision before 25. So do I.
2: So do I.
1: Dude, are you against marriage, just uh, for everyone, or for you, or are no, you against marriage? I'm not
2: against marriage. Oh, um okay. At the time, like when I was 21 to 27. I guess I, w- I wasn't really against it I just didn't see find it necessary. Mm. Uh in my ex-girlfriend's uh her parents' marriage was terrible, her dad was a raging alcoholic. Mm. Uh but still in their lives they just ignored him. It was weird. He lived in the house but didn't speak. Oh. so she saw a terrible marriage yeah. so she was like I don't think I ever want to get married and I was like cool with me it's just a contract
0: <laughs> <laughs> well but the truth of the matter is there is uh, some element of truth to that whole it's a contract thing yeah Yeah. You know, you, you do want to get a prenup I don't care how solid you are in your relationship you get married you better get a prenup Yes. Wow. unless of course you have zero money but even right. then you might get a lot of money mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. not want to share that so you were if grateful, you get divorced
1: you were grateful for not taking this to the next level of marriage yeah yeah, totally. I would have gone through a divorce,
2: and we didn't have kids, thank God, or else I'd have kids, <laughs> Yeah. which I would now be disowning, and that'd be the whole thing. And you don't <laughs> disown your kids.
1: So did you, was was there ever a point where you're like, oh man, I, I, I wish I, I had this marriage, or was it- Like, too, I wish I was still with her? No, I wish I wish I was married. No. Or the whole time you're like, okay, maybe- uh.
2: Year seven is when we sh- probably should have broken up. Uh, it's seven-year itch. Yeah, right. And is that I would think it's a thing. Oh, I've heard of it. I've never heard of it. You know,
0: I interview a lot of people, and I ask that same question: like on your wedding... These are divorced people that are now in new relationships. On your wedding day, did you know that you were making a mistake? And I would, I'm telling you, it's ten out of ten people say yes. Really? They still go ahead and get married. It's crazy wow. that that. Is wild. I've never met someone who said. Oh, no, and my wedding day, I really, you know, I, won't, I was totally into it. They but all said they knew they were making a mistake.
1: I also wonder, though, if that means that if you ask people who are married today that have remained married, if they had some concern on their wedding day, if this was the right choice. I didn't ask for concern. I'm saying, did you know it was a mistake? And they all said yes. Oh, my God. But it damn. would
0: be a nice controlled study if I asked people that are currently married if they
2: knew it was a mistake. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. might, yeah. might say
1: that's a mistake as well.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, um, so happy I didn't get married have you
0: been married I've been married and my husband passed away Oh, which I'm sorry. I don't know if you knew but we can go I Actually into, heard that on yeah.
2: the Kate Quickly episode.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh no, I I like I said before I was lucky when I got married because I, I was so young when I I was engaged at like 21 literally wow. that I mean that to me is so ludicrous now. Yeah. Um but it worked out. It just you know, I really believe that's a that's a stroke of luck or just right. some sort of um What do they call that one? It's divine intervention or something Mm -hmm. like that.
2: But I totally agree about under 25. Your brain isn't developed. It's true. You're kind of an idiot. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So did you date a lot prior to that relationship?
2: No. That was my first official girlfriend, actually. Wow. Were you
1: freaking out? Like, oh my God, this might be it?
2: We took things super slowly. Like we weren't even boyfriend and girlfriend until six months later. Mm -hmm. I wasn't hooking up with anyone else. We were pretty much exclusive, but didn't.
0: Were you a virgin?
2: Nope, nope, wasn't a virgin. Neither was she.
0: Had you slept with multiple people?
2: Yeah, like seven. It's
1: mm-hmm. um, a fair sampling. Was that enough for you to be like, okay, if this, if I were to actually spend the rest of my life with her, this would have been, this would be fine. What happened was we started dating.
2: Years went by, and she, she still is very awesome. She was always just such a great person that I couldn't rationalize leaving her. Hmm. And uh, we were so good together. We had a really great relationship for seven years.
0: <laughs> and then the seven-year itch came and what happened?
2: And I, I did think like, fuck, I kind of would be kind of nice to sleep with a bunch of girls. Hmm. But I would always end with, nah, I'm not going to because she's awesome. Um, and then my life changed a lot when uh, I started getting success in comedy. And uh, I was going to be a nurse. I was taking prereqs for nursing school. Um classes I avoided in college the first time around. My my girlfriend at the time was super excited about it. Then I started making money do, making Vine videos and stuff. I started... Oh, Vinery. Yeah. And then I told her, I was like, I'm not going to be a nurse anymore. She was like, oh, I knew it. Uh, and so I started having success in something completely that wasn't planned. Comedy. Yeah, comedy.
0: But wait a second. So your parents were like, yeah, good idea. Drop your nursing diploma and that you've been working for all these years and go out and make Vine skits. And call that your living? And they were cool with that.
2: They were because I started stand-up three months before Vine came out. And I was like, I want to be a stand-up comedian. Everyone was like, oh, good luck. Because it's like almost impossible. To yeah. F-
0: yeah, but like in high school, you would have in like all the theatrical things and comedy things and that kind of stuff.
2: I was trying to be a musician since like third grade. I grew up playing the saxophone and I was in rock bands with friends. Hmm. I was in a good band in high school. We were like gigging, gigging in Boston and New York. We had some success, so it's like I'm going to be a musician. It's going to work out. And then, over the years, several bands didn't work out. So my parents always knew that I wanted to be a performer, so but I was, was not never making money. it was not that big of a shack. Okay. It, no, okay. no. And then I started making money, so like I could rationalize it. Like, look, I'm making like good money. So my parents were like,
1: "All right, good." How was that <laughs> money coming in through ad endorsements and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, I would do brand deals, and I still do, just not nearly as many. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, brands out there. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Call Ryan Dune immediately.
2: So yeah, like brands, like I've worked with like Pepsi or something. Pepsi would be like, hey, we have a campaign. Uh, we want you to make this many videos, this many Instagram stories for this wow. amount of money. They came to you. Yeah. Th- sometimes it would come directly to me. Other times I'd go to agencies mm. that work with influencers. That's great though.
0: I mean, I think that that has changed so much since... The adpocalypse and all that other stuff that went on. Right. Brands are like scared of anything that is not like, you know. It's slowed down
2: a lot for like everybody, even brand
1: deals. Oh, so you don't think it's just oversaturation? You think that it's...
0: Oh, I don't think it has anything to do with oversaturation.
1: Wow. It's just that people are getting more conservative with oh, what yeah. they want out there. It's disgusting. Yeah. Is this what you've seen too?
2: Yep. And I think a lot of influencers are quoting themselves super low. Hmm. So I'll quote... Uh,
0: they're devaluing the whole yeah. industry. Yeah.
2: yeah. So they're like, oh, we're not going to pay this person $10,000 when I can pay this teenager three thousand dollars because mm. they don't know what they're talking about
0: hmm. <laughs> probably a, probably yeah. less than that yeah we're, we're doing it. cheap ads <laughs> we are really too cheap
2: same my podcast too yeah I yeah, so started doing ads and I was like yeah milestone then I was like <laughs> oh I'm not even feeling this money coming in
1: yeah yeah. <laughs> I mean, so what happened so you started making these vine videos they they took off yep were you surprised when this was going on
2: <laughs> yeah yeah I thought for sure. Vine would be taken over by actual celebrities once uh-huh. they found out about it because I found out about Vine early on. And uh, the, I was gonna your videos are hilarious, by the way. And, oh, thanks,
0: man. and how old were you during this time? 28,
1: Maybe this 34 is, now. Yeah, they're they're great, so they're what, very
0: clowny. What was your first video? <laughs> yeah. What was your first video? And how did you come up with this idea?
2: First video, uh, I uh stole from uh Spaceballs. Not really stole. It's Just I didn't. You no one. No one balls. saw it. But yeah, yeah I there's a in the opening to Spaceballs, uh, the movie. Uh, there's a Star Wars script or yeah, like text, exactly, movie, yeah. and it fades away and gets farther away. And then it shows if you can read this, you don't need glasses because uh. it was like very small print. I always thought that was funny as a kid. So I whispered it into the camera on Vine. was like, if you can
0: hear this, you don't need a hearing aid. Oh, that's good. That's Granted, good.
2: you could just turn the volume up. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then I just started doing characters and voices. I just wanted to see if I was funny, if I thought I was funny.
0: Oh my God. We've just been talking about that so much because I think I'm the funniest person. I don't know <laughs> that anybody else does, but I don't really give a shit. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: and I
0: think that's like She true laughs the most
1: of it, any of her audience. Nice. Yeah. I, I
0: When I'm done with a, a podcast or whatever and we're looking for like a little teaser... I'm the one laughing. I mean, Cam, you're, you're, you're chuckling inside more, but...
1: Inside. It, also, not, not chuckling. Most of the time, it's <laughs> like, oh, oh God. my God, this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the
0: truth of the matter is, I really believe as a comedian, you have to think yourself as funny.
2: Totally. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You do stand-up too, right?
1: Yeah. Nice. I started, I did stand-up, and now I do more clown stuff. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, but <laughs> like like this, what? Right, well, right now when America's Got Talent, I'm oh, doing right. this weird spitting... Act. Oh, oh, sweet, but we all we still deal with this. Uh, even last night, I was talking with my group. Like, one of them said something like, "Oh, I think that this, that uh, you know the the TV audience would really like this. You know, it's family friendly. It's good." And I'm like, "That is not uh, the goal. The goal is to make something that we enjoy, that we find funny. Otherwise, there's there's no reason why we should be here, just catering to an, an audience." Hundred percent Think they might like. Hundred percent agree with you. Yeah, because so it's you, usually not where creativity comes from oh yeah totally so the, the video started taking off yeah you started getting these brand deals and then suddenly you're like wait a minute what am i doing with this girl i should have all these young newbell women <laughs> whacking after me were you getting like dm'd and i mean at the time i guess yeah you, do you dm through vine or how, how did that work
2: uh snapchat instagram
1: oh wow but snapchat wasn't even around at that point
2: um yeah it was it was yep oh okay and they didn't even see you with your beard no. Can you imagine you how many imagine slide ins with into this DM? Chin now. Oh my god! <laughs> I have a gin now. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, she actually broke up with me.
1: Oh, what interesting. The yeah. bitch. What? What, what happened? Was
2: um, what happened was my life changed rapidly, like I mentioned earlier, and hers didn't. Oh. We moved out to LA together. Um,
0: Where were you living?
2: We were living in Boston, Massachusetts, and we moved out to LA pretty much for me. And she also wanted a change. She. She wanted to live in LA as well, mm-hmm. just for her own reasons. Uh, and then I was just doing a ton of stand-up, social media. She didn't like it. She didn't like the lifestyle. She wanted. She was starting to want kids and stuff. Uh, she is thirty-two, and I I told her like I can't have kids anytime soon. I need to like establish myself in this career. Uh, so then she we slowly drifted apart, and the sex stopped pretty much. Hmm. That was a big issue. Well,
0: he looks at me when he goes, "That was a big issue." Well, you're the,
2: you're
1: the sex expert. <laughs> yeah, she, she's not gonna look at me with it. Who gives a shit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look at, no, yeah the, I'm not having sex anyway. So. <laughs> 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 anyway, so so, what did this lifestyle look like? My lifestyle at the time when she was like, eh, well, what is. was she doing as a career?
2: She was a. Um, she would go into, she worked for a non organization. Okay. She would go into L.A. public schools and just like develop relationships and over time improve them. So she's a good person. Yeah, a very good person. <laughs> yeah.
1: So in your lifestyle, when you say it changed, does that mean you were going to parties? Like were you yeah, shooting all the time?
2: Shooting all the time. Mm-hmm. Doing stand-up pretty much every night.
1: Girls
0: like flocking at your feet, pulling their clothes off.
2: Uh, Kind of. A lot of, de- a lot of like nudes on Snapchat and stuff. Um, and I knew, and I knew that I could get like girls I c- would never be be able to get before. So that was enticing to me. I never cheated on her. Did you,
0: wait, wh- did, wait, did you co- like that that statement? That was like the quality statement. Remember what?
1: <laughs> yeah, who was saying that? Yeah, that, uh, oh, I forget. Anyway. Oh yeah, the quality of girls. Someone was, came up and uh, yeah, yeah. They said, i don't they remember getting much better quality of
0: girls." Yeah, you? yeah. You just kind
1: of said the same thing. Girls, like, <laughs> oh, never Oh, I, I remember Derek. The, the Down With David oh, web series. Anyway. The stripper. The stripper. The male huh. stripper. Anyway, he was talking about the quality of women.
0: And and you just it, kind of alluded to girls I can never get before. I mean, yeah. what does that mean?
1: It means that like all of a sudden
2: I do stand up and people will come out to the shows and be like five super hot girls being like, let's hang out. And I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> 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 I hear you. Yeah. And, and so that that did that entice you, or were you kind of just like, I know what I have, and it's better than any of you guys? So
2: it it was enticing, but uh, I would again always conclude like my girlfriend's awesome, mm. and I I'm not gonna do anything. Um, there are some challenging moments, like girls come to me and just like, y- y-, was like you sure like even though you have a girlfriend, like you sure you can't hook up? I was like, wow. God damn it, don't say that! It's <laughs> yeah. like the angel and the <laughs> devil on your shoulders, like yes, do it, no, yeah. you can't
0: do it. Yeah. And meanwhile you weren't having sex with your girlfriend. Right. That kind of <laughs> sucks. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It was tough. So they yeah, she broke up with me and then after a few months of uh mourning that loss, uh I I became a slut. I was a whore. You I took
0: advantage it. of the situation? <laughs> the man whore yeah. strikes.
1: So what what did that look like?
2: Um it was like two years and uh it was like my priority was having sex pretty much. Oh, Which wow. isn't the great best. You were like a
0: freaking kid in a candy store. It's second yeah. adolescence. How old were you? Uh,
2: Thirty-one. Oh wow. Um, so it looked like I would do stand-up. People would come to the show, and uh, I, was, I was always very friendly. Talk to girls after a show. Go to a bar. And then, did you use perfect protection? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did. I, yep, and got tested.
1: Were, were, yeah, annually. were you ever concerned, like these are strangers who yeah. knows what's going to happen? <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> you were very concerned? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You weigh the
0: concern with the sluttiness. Right. Concern, slutty, concern, slutty.
2: Right, I always used protection. Uh, I was always very nice, uh, thankfully, because uh, I was always a gentleman, which is good. I mean, regardless of. I'm very a happy Me Too to hear movement.
0: that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: But now, in retrospect, after my slut phase, now the Me Too movement is huge. I'm like, I think back, I was like, was I ever an
1: asshole? And I was like, I don't think I. Uh, no, I was always really nice. So I'm like, thank God. That's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so were you ever concerned that uh, this would? Yeah. Th- was it was it primarily physical concern that you that you had, or was there also emotional? Like, oh yeah, yeah, maybe they're expecting something more than just this one night. Or, um, usually. Or we were on the were,
2: same page, like yeah, we're just gonna hook up tonight. Yeah. Sometimes I'd be visiting a a, a a city, and I was leaving the next day. So
1: was it enjoyable? Yeah,
2: I loved it. it you great. loved it. I had like a sexual re- reawakening.
0: That happens a lot. It's, you were in a sense married for ten years. Yeah. And it happens a lot when people get divorced; they go into this like uh, renewed adolescence kind of thing. Yeah. And that's what you went through.
2: And towards the end of my relationship with my ex-girlfriend I just assumed like the sex wasn't good I was like I guess I'm just not good at this oh. uh and then I became single and I was like wait a minute I am good at this wow, Yeah, <laughs> depending on the person <laughs> I went through
0: the same kind of thing though when I was single all of a sudden I'm like I, I this guy's trying to have sex with. I'm like I can't have sex with him and then he's like why I'm like oh, I, you know I and then he's like I wish people would be chill about sex and I'm like Yeah, I should be chill about sex. Why aren't I chill about sex? I'm single. Why aren't I not having sex? You know, it's just like all of a sudden it dawns on you. Like, I'm not married. I'm not in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm
1: free. The type of sex that you were having. Yeah, I can imagine that when you're with your not wife, but like your ex-girlfriend, it Mm -hmm. must have been at times more emotionally engaged and integrated you imagine like a soul connection or something like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We would make love.
1: Yeah. You make love. And
2: we'd also bang.
1: Okay. So this is where, yeah. So when you were with these strangers after the <laughs> comedy Stranger. shows, uh, I mean, was it, that was likely not as soulful or no, not at all, but there's still a place for that.
2: What do you mean? still a place.
1: Casual sex. He wants
0: to know you're still okay with that.
2: Oh, Oh yeah. Like I have a girlfriend now of four months, uh, we make love sometimes, but sometimes we just fuck. Uh, that, yeah. Not, what's yeah. the difference? Uh, the difference is the feeling inside. <laughs> no, but for is real, she, <laughs> The yeah. difference is a Sunday <laughs> morning <laughs> fuck, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Daily dick and special occasion cock, as Nina Hartley loves to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm going to get that tattooed <laughs> on, <laughs> on my face. <laughs> Daily dick <laughs> or
1: special occasion cock.
2: But uh, yeah, on the random hookups... I would never make love. They weren't making love to me either. Did they come? Yeah, I mean, yeah, according to them. Not every time. According to them is a great qualifier. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I've heard that uh, girls often lie about it.
0: And why? It's so irritating to hear that. I'm so upset with women who do that. You're teaching bad habits. Yeah, it's true. You know, it's like training a dog in the wrong way.
2: (laughs) I know, it's true. But uh, I think a good amount of uh women came i like to think that
1: <laughs> and, and so are you st- oh so, you, so now you say you're you're in this relationship Yep. for this is an exclusive relationship
2: yeah exclusive and i'm very happy about that i got tired of uh the dating scene after two years i i i felt like i made up for lost time
0: you totally <laughs> did
2: and i just i wanted companionship for okay. like the past year and a half i was like looking for a girlfriend or, or, or I was open to Is it. Is
0: she in the same kind of lifestyle as you?
2: She's an actress. Uh,
1: so that would be yes.
2: So yes. Yeah. Did,
1: did you feel lonelier after some of these one night stands? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, after
1: most or occasionally?
2: Just occasionally. I think towards the end when I was done dating or like when I was done fucking around. Um, I just like, all right, I don't want to do this anymore. And a mm-hmm. lot of times my encounters with my dates would be like we'll go get drinks Mm. so it often would involve a hangover the next day Mm. plus like maybe some guilt for being a whore i wasn't that much of i'm making myself sound more of a whore than i was (laughs) always very nice
1: Okay. You know what? It, it, I mean. I, there's no judgment here. Like, okay. you're, yeah. you're, you're barking
0: up the wrong tree here. She's okay.
1: pushing me to have sex yeah. all the time. Absolutely.
0: Do it, you guys. Have fun it, really. right now. Yeah.
2: I will. I will fuck you right now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. That's I will you. not be here to watch. <laughs> I will leave you guys alone. Well, let's get on to your parents then. Like, what is your mom and dad? never had sex with them. Well, what do they? What do they think? Of, have you guys talked about sex?
2: No. No. No.
0: And where are you in the birth order?
2: I'm the youngest of four, and I have three older sisters.
1: Oh, wow. So how did you learn about sex?
2: Uh, through friends. I grew up Irish Catholic, which is a pretty suppressed uh, community. We weren't super religious, but uh, my family didn't really show emotions. We Boston? Uh, I grew up outside of Boston. Okay. So we didn't talk about feelings. And if we, if there was a problem in the family, we would just ignore it. <laughs> it was really healthy yeah. <laughs> uh, But I learned about sex Through friends Just gossiping And also my mom I think I was in I forget what grade Maybe sixth, fifth or sixth grade She left a book On my desk In oh, my bedroom It's so cute And it was just like How babies are born Type of book
0: <laughs> And then That was your sex ad Yeah How babies f- are born 101
2: I found it on my desk one day I was like Ooh there's illustrations of boobs This is awesome <laughs>
1: That is hilarious And then one
2: day my mom was like Did you see that book? And I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, you should read that.
1: (laughs) That is so So when you lost your virginity,
0: did you go and tell them? No,
2: no. But unfortunately, a lot of people knew because I did it uh, right outside of a party that my sister was at. What? Yeah, I lost my virginity in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) To a wolf? Uh, Might as well. A
1: wolf. A wolf. A wolf. (laughs) A wolf.
0: I was thinking multiple wolves. (laughs) A (laughs) wolf.
2: Never had a threesome or group sex.
1: Yeah, neither did I. So there's what- still time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> how did you How did you find yourself in the wilderness? All right, so I was,
2: uh, I think, 17 years old in my hometown, uh, and it was like kind of a summer town, sailing town. Uh huh. There was a summer girl visiting, and I was in a band at the time. She didn't know how dorky I was and how uncool I was because <laughs> she was just visiting.
0: She saw this cool band guy. Yeah,
2: she's like, "Ooh, cool band!" Even though I play the saxophone, which isn't that cool. No, 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 no. no, the
0: no. That's what the you're best. That women are so turned on by sax players.
2: Maybe women, but teenage girls—they want the drummers and guitarists, all oh, right? Okay, all right, all right, <laughs> all right. All not all not right. the band geek. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. So we're outside at this party. She just starts making out with me, and her breath tastes. Like menthol cigarettes, which is what she smoked. But I was like, "Screw it, I never get girls."
0: Wait, you didn't like the menthol taste of?
2: No, no, I thought it was gross. <laughs> I
0: used to smoke menthol cigarettes. Back in gross, the
2: day, gross. Back it in was the day, gross too. I guess <laughs> it's all right. Um, and then, without getting too graphic, eh, well, I well, I talked about this on a TV show. We're out in the yard. She starts sucking my dick, and I'm like, "Whoa!" I guess. Pornos are real. <laughs> and she even said, as she unzipped my five, she was like, I want this. I was like, was oh wow. she, Was
0: she your age?
2: Yeah. Just very sexually advanced and damaged, maybe? I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's not judge her because she was having a little fun in the right. woods, okay?
2: It's true. But then one of my friends saw it happening, and I was like, oh, fuck, all right, we need to go away. So we went across the street into the woods. Uh, <laughs> we banged for a little bit. And I came back to the party. Everyone's like, Rye, where have you been? And like, my sister's there, too. And I'm oh like, nowhere. God. I wasn't anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It was humiliating. And I, was, I felt so ashamed, too. I went home and took a uh, guilt shower, just like Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> I didn't even know that was
0: a thing. I did that once with three times in a row. I showered because it was, it's, what is that? You want to wipe it off of you? <laughs> right. Yeah, I think but so. The, it was, I'm guessing that it was not all that pleasurable for her in the sense of she did not come.
1: I don't think she did. No. <laughs> Where, where's the guilt coming from or the shame coming from? I wanted to
2: be in love for when I mm. lost my virginity.
1: This is this a religious thing or just like a parents or? I think it was partly s- social. Partly religious,
2: mostly sh- social. And I was uncomfortable with the whole thing. Like, I'm pretty sure my sister knew it was happening at the time. It was like almost like public sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not really.
0: And now, how'd you feel looking back if you were in the same position?
2: I think it's a funny story. Um, no, it's, it's an interesting story. Sometimes people have boring stories like, I was in love with my boyfriend and we had sex. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that's not a good story. Yeah. <laughs> not a good story.
0: <laughs> right. Everybody needs a good virginity story. <laughs> yeah,
2: But uh, at the time I was humiliated and uh, we didn't hook up again because I was too ashamed. I got a lot of guilt in me. It's something it, I'm working
0: it, on. Yeah, yeah. Let that go. <laughs> guilt right? is a waste of an emotion. Jeez.
2: For real. Uh, but yeah, since then, I, I now think it's like a funny story. Yeah, yeah. And I'm okay, I'm okay with it.
1: How has your... Do you think that experience has affected the rest of your sex life or is that kind of just like a one-off?
2: It was pretty much a one-off. Okay. Uh, The rest of the people that I had sex with before my long-term girlfriend, I was already friends with. It, like friends of a friend. It's like visiting my friends at yeah. college. Yeah.
0: Friends of Benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kim, yeah. we never talked about your virginity story. We talk about it almost every episode. No, no. I'm <laughs> saying, do you, you feel like that influenced your feelings about sex?
1: No. <laughs> okay.
0: <there. laughs> Thanks for that ex- yeah. long-winded explanation.
1: I, yeah. I, I don't think it's, uh, it has had any lasting impact on me. It wasn't uh, very emotional in any mm-hmm. major way or well, significant.
0: I, I think... Maybe, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this, but I think women might attribute more to their losing their virginity than men. Do. I think you might. Or maybe it's just me, because I had a good story. I mean, I had a good experience. I not even, the story okay. wasn't that great. But the experience itself was very pleasurable. So I think I wanted to repeat a pleasurable experience as opposed to like, if I had a bad experience, Yeah, I don't think I'd ever want to have sex again, you know? So I'm glad I had a pleasurable one.
1: It's an interesting question if women are more... It, yeah, that is interesting. What do you think, Ray?
2: Here's one thing that affected me. I didn't have an orgasm when I lost my virginity Mm. because I started freaking out about what I was doing. (laughs) Were you wearing a condom? Nope. Oh, wow. So that was cool. Oh, (laughs) God. That could have been disastrous
0: at 17. Yeah, dude. With Catholic people. Yeah. Especially. Don't believe in abortion, many of them.
2: Right? Imagine if I got her pregnant. Oh, my God. Can you imagine how your life would be different now? Holy shit.
0: You be a, with your little baby in the vine videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: It might help, actually. A little, baby <laughs> a little baby in the vine video. But f- for like a few years after that, I still hadn't had an orgasm from another person, from another girl. So, like, I was like, I've had sex, but I still haven't jizzed <laughs> uh-huh. from someone making me jizz. Is is, that- that's
0: some, it's not exactly the same problem we're dealing with in this room.
2: Uh-oh. No,
1: no, no. If anything, it's so. There, it, yeah. There's always an ejaculation <laughs> it's just like way sooner than I want it to be. That happens. Yeah.
2: For, you, when I was with my long-term girlfriend, towards the end, I was premature ejaculating like every time. Were
0: oh, oh. you watching a lot of porn? Yes. That why why was that? Ha- why that.
1: do you think that was happening at the end?
2: I think maybe I just didn't. We both didn't care that much. I, I'm not sure. So, so, so is it was,
1: a mental thing for you to last longer then?
2: I guess so. I'm I'm not sure. Once I became single and I started being a whore, uh, <laughs> then I was able to, I was I would last a lot longer. And I'm like, oh I'm good at this, like I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Oh so, so there yes. was
0: a little bravado there.
2: Yeah, I guess so. And oh. also I was having different styles of sex, like more aggressive. My ex girlfriend not aggressive at all. Yeah. Not devious at all. So when I became single I realized how much uh how popular being choked was. Yeah, that's a thing. Girls like to be choked these days.
0: I would not go with <laughs> the blanket. Girls like to be choked these days. I think there are <laughs> know, some girls that do, but I'm going. on The record is the majority do not. Thank you, porn. This is, <laughs> yeah. this is
1: this is a lot, uh, This is something I found. It's a thing. Well, it's a thing. Okay, it's, it's a thing. But it's that a thing for some. some you always you, gotta
2: ask if it's okay.
1: Yeah. Or oh. I mean, yeah. I you also, I mean. If you want to do it. <laughs> no. yeah.
0: I think it, it, women are more open to the whole dominance thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't necessarily think the choking aspect is necessary.
1: No, it's not, not necessary. Are you saying this for our listeners? Like, hey, don't just assume that this girl is going to want to get choked.
0: I would definitely want my listeners to hear that. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. I think sure. that most women are not going Great. to. But I, again, I think it comes down to porn has taught these men that that's what women want and I don't believe that that is necessarily the case well, although I mean you said you you ask them if they would like to be yeah first yeah
2: you got you you can't just start choking a girl
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've often heard the opposite where the girl is actually asking to to be choked and then yeah. the guy's like Whoa well, uh, all right but then,
0: wait so you right. were,
1: have you choked a girl no but I've had I've had uh, some people have asked to be more oh, yeah. really violent yeah. I've had
2: girls guide my hands to their neck like choke me i'm like oh
1: okay <laughs> what? yeah this I is mean,
0: what if it like happens that you make a little error in judgment and you really yeah. do choke her to death i mean that could be a bad situation for you
2: yeah it's never like when it's happened with me too or one of girls that have when i've choked a girl it's never like actual choking i'm not like strangling her it's just a little pressure on the a neck. A little pressure it's on the neck. Playful. That. All right. Yeah, playful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Never like actual joking.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm so fascinated that it went at the end of the relationship is when the premature ejaculation started. <laughs> yeah, and, I know. I have an. Then, ex- I have an
0: explanation. Go for it. I'm just hypothetically speaking that you were watching a lot more porn then, and porn gets you over um desensitized, so mm-hmm. you find more and more weird porn, not weird but a- a- aberrant porn than the typical man woman sex yep and then you come really quickly because it's so new and then you the more you do it the more you come quickly and then you're you're actually training your brain to come very quickly when you're with someone yeah that's I think my the my theories. theories
2: i agree that my brain was uh just I tricked my brain into thinking like eh, it's okay just jizz <laughs> yeah but i don't know if it's the porn made me do that I'm not sure. I'm not sure what was happening. It wasn't every single time, but it was like, damn, I'm uh, jizzing pretty quickly. <laughs> uh, I, I, and maybe
0: also you didn't care. I mean, like you guys were down the outs and you just wanted to come and you thought, well, I'll get it over quickly and then I, I can go to bed.
1: I think we were both just not interested. Yeah. It was like, well, all right, let's do this. I think this is the answer. I, th- I don't think it has anything to do with porn. Well, I'm saying
0: it could be be a two, you know, a a dual thing going on. There could be a lot, multiple reasons. I think
1: porn is, if anything, I've heard it more in conjunction with ED, erectile dysfunction, where it takes longer for the person to get hard. That's what I've heard. Yeah. It's very rare that I hear that it leads to premature ejaculation. For example, in my situation... I'm not porn. saying I'm premature, pre- prematurely ejaculating every time, but if that's my tendency, and I rarely watch porn, it does not go hand. They don't go hand in hand, in my opinion. But anyway, what I would imagine is if you knew. In situations that you can really kind of, uh, if you if you don't have a lot of psychological barriers against what you're doing at the time, I think you can really let yourself go into the moment, and it'll take longer for the whole. You're there for the experience, as opposed to there's no personal baggage that you're bringing with it to the, the sex. I agree. Yeah.
0: Wow, that was pretty I like intense. That. That's, yeah. Let, let, let's, let's let that sit for a second. Because <laughs> no, really, that that does make a lot of sense, Kim. Thank you.
2: Because when I'd be on the road and having sex, or like knowing I'm gonna have sex with a girl, I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, all right, we're gonna fuck." And right. Like I wanted to, I wanted to do well. Hmm. So when with my ex girlfriend, I was like, "All right, yeah, we're gonna have sex." <laughs> yeah, 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 I, yeah. I just want
0: like, to come i just want to come i want to get i got a, i got a laundry to do i got a lot of things going on i'll just come and get it over with and she's probably thinking oh i got to do the dishes i got this and this, yeah. and, this. and let's yeah. just get it done we both want to come and go to sleep
2: yeah it's true and my ex would still have an orgasm yeah and she, then once she was done i was like all
1: right all right great thank you now i'll go <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you guys are
0: like <laughs> passing strangers
1: yeah so how soon after the end of the um the fuck f- excapades mm-hmm. to this new girlfriend like what what was that timeline like uh
2: let's say two years after being a whore I uh decided to not be a whore anymore
1: was there a period where you weren't gonna do it where you weren't doing anything there
2: um I was just having sex a lot less okay. and like trying I wasn't trying nearly as much
1: yeah were you doing the
0: no fap thing What's that? You don't know what the no fab?
2: No fab?
1: No master. basically no yeah. Oh no no, no no challenge that's going on, <laughs> on in the internet. Really? Yeah, we talked about that. It was in did your career change as well during that time? It yeah when I
2: it got more successful or got better after my long term breakup. I don't think it had anything to do with that. It was just the way that Vine was headed, just mm-hmm. getting more and more popular. And then, well, Vine's gone now, so so is my career. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here. it's going to
0: restart after this. <laughs> you know how cool it is, by the way, that we, we just met you and we had this intense talk just now about all this like deeply intense sexual yeah, no, it's relationship. Weird. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's pretty crazy. I mean, it we is. just met you. Yeah, it's
2: bizarre.
1: <laughs> and
0: you're talking to a mom <laughs> and her son <laughs> about jizzing. I
1: guess so. <laughs> It Actually, after having these conversations on a weekly basis, it, it becomes harder for me to have no, yeah bullshit, bullshit conversations. Yeah, me too. In like a bar. <laughs> Literally, a, like a couple months ago, I was talking to a girl at a bar and I started talking about sex with her and she's like, whoa, are we going to go there right now? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? If we can't go there now, well, I mean, this is, we got to be able to go there. This is Otherwise, we're, we're just beating around the bush over here. Well, so were to speak.
2: You, were you telling her how you talk about Pretty yeah, much are bro- ejaculating with your mom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mention that. Did that, that, subject at that point?
2: Brought,
0: no, but it, it happens with me, with my friends who are very, like, a lot of them are like, we don't ever even talk about sex, let alone and a lot of them aren't even having sex. Uh-huh. So it, for me to just, like, hey, I got a brand new vibrator I want to show you, they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, where did that come from? That's funny.
1: So, so okay, so the goes away. You start focusing more on stand up. And or then, the same?
0: Or did you do the, YouTube do, still, videos?
1: Um, I started staying up
2: three months before Vine came out, and that was always my long-term long-term plan. I was never planning on being a viner or like a social media person. Uh huh. Um, and what did, what did you say? Oh, YouTube. YouTube. Never. I did vlogs on YouTube for about four months. I hated doing it. Hmm. I just don't like it. And uh, YouTube is such a huge commitment that I'm oh, just. Yeah, yeah. I don't have the time for it.
1: Yeah. You were you were saying that you wanted you're trying to move away now from being a social media influencer. Yeah. yeah. Why, why is that?
2: I'm tired of it. I'm just tired of making videos all, all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's also, a tough schedule.
1: Yeah, it's a tough schedule.
2: Um, and the community. Like, I don't do YouTube. I'm going to start posting my podcast on YouTube, but uh, I don't do YouTube, which is a more respected community than Instagram. But uh, mm-hmm. I am an, I guess, considered an Instagrammer right now, and it's just. Not that cool. Like I don't really like the community. I think most You think popular people Logan aren't Paul that funny? Yeah, is not that funny? I don't think he's no, I don't think he's that just funny.
1: Kidding. Your your videos <laughs> are much funnier than most influencers <laughs> okay. videos I've watched. Oh, thanks.
2: Yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the popular videos, people just do a formula. They know it's popular like show a girl's ass. Right. Have it all be about like when your girl Goes through your phone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, really. And then the girls do the same stupid things. And, yeah. and, and it's so popular with the teenagers and the preteens. I know. My little niece was like 12 years old. And she was like, oh, my God, I love Logan Paul and all that. And I'm <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean,
1: I think it sounds it, it seems less based on like actual comedic merit- meritocracy. Totally. And, and more based on like it's more structured on po- popularity. So like yeah. if these little kids are seeing, oh, their friends are watching this person. It doesn't really mean that their friends are choosing the best comedian out right. there. They're just seeing who everyone is watching and going towards that. Situation. Yeah. That's not
0: yeah. the most talent. Yeah. yeah.
2: And in a lot of the, a lot of, a lot of these comedy videos, everyone looks awesome. They look really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And hot and awesome.
1: They're models. I, d- I don't,
2: I don't have that in me to like <laughs> be like be all swaggy. and like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not, I think it's less funny. So I like to look like an idiot or like crazy yeah. clowny. Yeah, I go wear wigs and do weird characters.
0: Yeah, you two should definitely get together and do some
1: clowning. Yeah, you do. It's great. Let's do it. Yeah. And
2: like teenage girls aren't going to go like, oh my god, right? This guy's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at him in his wig and deformed face. I have one <laughs> character. Like, I always talk like this and I look like this.
1: <laughs> you don't think that would be a big seller amongst those teen <laughs> no. girls? So how? So so you went through the two years of a little less, and then you found this girl. Yeah. Girl. Well I had a I had a girlfriend
2: about a year and a half ago. This was after my slut phase. I dated her for four months. But uh I just didn't really like her that much. It wasn't uh-huh. a very great relationship. So we broke up. And then I was single again for like a year. Trying I would I want a companionship, but it just wasn't working out. Uh and then I met my current girlfriend. Current I say because I'm dumping her after this episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I met my girlfriend, Jenny, and yeah, it's great. One big difference between her and other girls I've dated is that her, her she has a great family. Like I've noticed, that, that is
0: a super important uh, to me, super important thing to have as, as a role model.
2: That's what I've noticed.
1: Do you know? It's interesting when we say these types of things. I'm always thinking about the people that have shit families. They don't choose to have these shit families. You know, like right. They're just born into them.
0: So then they can go get some counseling if they're in a relationship which I think is good for all relationships actually but um, the point is that I always do look to the to the family because I think that it's it's obvious that you're gonna if you have a a very solid marriage to have as your role model you're gonna end up having at least some sort of guidelines as to how to act in a relationship you otherwise you don't have it especially if you have one that's an alcoholic who's not there and Mm-hmm. How do you know what to do then? How do you know what it's supposed to look like? I think that you
1: could so I think maybe it's easier for for people who grow up with like very supportive, healthy families uh to become more normal stable people mm-hmm. but I think that if you there is some sort of uh you could go through like a lot of emotional work and and yeah sure you know, but it
0: just takes a little more work in a in a therapist's office.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it requires therapy. Oh, a little, more, but a little more self-help books, whatever yeah, you yeah, need to do that. The, Because it, so some of my friends, one in particular, she's incredible. And her family is not like, you know, the, it's not like the ideal family. And I know that she, her self-work really makes her like in her such a Her cool, relationship better, right. yeah. It, it almost adds like a strength there. That, well, you might want what you don't, what you didn't have either. Right, 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 maybe. Yeah.
2: My girlfriend of 10 years, she's a great person But her mom, and I guess her own work with herself, made her like a wonderful person. Her mom's super supportive and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's an example of a girl with a terrible dad who's totally sane. Mm -hmm. More sane than I am. Uh, (laughs) But other girls I've dated, I was attracted to girls with bad dads, I think. Hmm. And I have mom issues. (laughs) So I grew up like trying to make my mom happy. She's bipolar. So uh I try to make her laugh a lot. Mm -hmm. So I think. I have this weird thing where I want to help women as Mm. condescending as that sounds.
0: Mm. (laughs) No, you want to, you have a nurture inside because you know what it's like to have a mom that was like that. I totally hear that.
2: Okay, cool. So I'm not crazy. Not at (laughs) all. No, I
0: mean, I think that that's what we're saying. Like sometimes you want what you didn't, you don't have. And sometimes, you Mm -hmm. you know, I I think that I've told this on the podcast before that for a while after my husband passed away, I found all these uh, several men that I was with who had lost a parent. And you too, Scam said the same thing. that either lost through death or a divorce.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. So like common ground.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something you, yeah. Like,
0: something you can relate to.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I was attracted to girls with daddy issues, as they say, daddy issues.
0: Well, now and you I, got that beard going and you, you definitely not, look like a uh, daddy. I'm daddy as fuck.
2: <laughs> 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 but then I realized a trend is like these relationships aren't working out. Mm-hmm. And also one girlfriend, I, I raised my voice at her. One night, because she's being super jealous. It was a whole thing.
0: It's okay to raise your voice. Yeah, I was, heard a lot worse.
2: We <laughs> we were, we were f- arguing, and I raised my voice a little bit. And the next day, she was like, "This might sound weird, but I got super turned on when you were mad at me." Oh wow! <laughs> so I was like, "Is that good?"
1: Yeah, that's interesting. She wants oh, a little drama, man. maybe.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't want drama. This is a whole
1: another podcast episode yeah. that I would love to fucking hear about. Oh wow.
0: yeah,
2: and that girl. I had a, I think an, an unhealthy relationship with sex. She liked it extremely aggressive, mm-hmm. like most aggressive I've ever done. And it got like literally tiring for me. Oh, <laughs> she man. came over like, oh God, we have to fuck tonight. Oh my God. I <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this is going to be a marathon. Swing
0: it from the chandeliers. Yeah. We got to do some serious I, calisthenics.
1: Right. I just worked out yesterday. I can't do it yeah. again today. Yeah, this
0: is a workout, baby. <laughs> it's exhausting.
1: Baby. And then
2: I, I, my girlfriend now, Jenny, who w- we're in love, which I'm happy to report. Wow. Hey, um, four
1: months already in love. It, it, it was fast. Immediate? Love no. first sight?
2: No, no, no. We actually met at an Aaron Carter concert uh, three years prior. One of her friends, I was there kind of as a joke, and so was she.
0: I was going to go, isn't that like teeny bat <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: But with One of her friends recognized me from Vine, so we have a photo together. Oh, crazy. with my girlfriend now. From three years ago. That's wild. <laughs> but yeah, she's great. She's away with her family right now. Her dad is a good guy. This is great. Her, they're still married. Her, her and her mom. She has a great relationship with her siblings. I'm like,
1: whoa. <laughs> this is happening. a keeper. This Wait, is a keeper. your
2: dad's in your life? Uh-huh. What is that like? I was trying to make jokes on stage about like how... I would like to when I meet a new girl. It's like, hey, I'm Ryan. It's like, is, is your
0: father in your life? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's she, actually a good idea. And also ask the zodiac sign. What's yours, by the way? Pisces. Same. No way. No wonder you guys are getting along so well. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. So guess what? So is my girlfriend. Oh, Pisces. my God. Oh, is that going to work out? About, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Ooh. Pisces. Pisces works out great.
2: Let's have a threesome, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 hey, so th- speaking of threesomes, how'd you end up with the the guy you're doing a podcast with?
2: <laughs> uh I met him through Vine. His name is Brandon Calvillo. Very funny young man. Uh, he was a popular Viner, so we started making Vine videos. Uh, we developed a friendship, and then one day I was just asking him if he wanted to do to do a podcast. And we, we recorded one episode like two years ago, and he was like, dude, it's too much. It's too personal. Don't post it. That's my impression of him. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, ah, oh, fuck. All right. And then I was planning on doing a podcast alone, but then I was like, Wait we'd have more success if we teamed up oh. so a year later i was like let's do a fucking podcast it's like all right fuck it <laughs> I, now he doesn't care what he puts up
1: how do much. people find your podcast it's on itunes
2: spotify and everything uh just type in i'm sorry dad are we almost done yeah we are holy shit
0: yeah it's flew by it's it's flowing time flies with sex talk with my mom yeah <laughs> is, is there
1: anything uh, else that you'd like to plug to our audience uh when's this episode going up it should go up in the next couple weeks yeah okay um
2: i do a monthly show at the hollywood improv uh which you should do sometime yeah i'd love to it's every first wednesday of the month but uh yeah if you want to hear me all around the world check out i'm sorry dad podcast cool things get weird there for instance (laughs) my co-host brandon cried for an hour once oh my god he uh was heartbroken slash in love Holy so he shit. cried the entire. Episode.
1: So if you like, if you guys like, cringe. well, that's happened on our <laughs> podcast as
0: well. Yeah, Cam cried on a few pod, a few breakup. There was a
1: episode. breakup episode as well. Yeah, yep. we've had
2: one too. There's yeah. one episode I didn't release because I was heartbroken over a girl. Hmm. It's just so pathetic.
0: It, it is really pathetic. It's like, not I would, pathetic. It shows it your emotional guys, your Pisces, your yeah, old yeah. souls. Was, and now I see that if you had told me your Pisces at the beginning of this conversation, that would be a whole different ballgame. <laughs> We'll we'll
2: talk about it when you guys come on my podcast. Oh, we can't wait!
0: We're going to be on. I'm sorry, Dad. We'll soon check it
1: out. Yes. So, do you have you ever walked in on a parent having sex or vice versa? (laughs) Um,
2: I heard my parents having sex one night, and I heard my mom say, "You only want to snuggle if you want to fuck." To my dad, I was like, "I don't want to hear that."
1: (laughs) Oh my god, that is hilarious! (laughs) Oh my god.
2: (laughs) And I was like, "Ah, my parents talk like that." Fuck. <laughs> uh, I have never been walked in on having sex. Oh, aside from losing my virginity.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah you <laughs> already told case, that I, story. Whole, yeah, yeah. The, the whole neighborhood was there, <laughs> yeah. and the wolves.
2: My friend Julie saw me getting my dick sucked. And, oh, uh, that was
1: weird. <laughs> 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 well, Rye, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thank thank you. you for having me. Oh, yeah, this welcome. is great it was fun. I how long is this? 48 minutes.
2: 48? Yeah. Wow. Really does fly by when you're talking sex <laughs> with your mom.
1: <laughs> Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
2: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
0: It's my little escape.
2: Now Judy's the life of the party.
0: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
2: Whoa.